Good morning and welcome to Mom Power. Thanks so much for being here. I'm going to turn the time over to BJ for some information. Thank you, BJ. Well, welcome everyone. We're just glad you're here any way that you're here and just look forward to to learning and linking arms with you. So we want you to know that this Mom Power training, uh, we call it Mom Power Live on Tuesday mornings where we can chat live and dig a little bit deeper, but it's sponsored by Mothers Who Know and Life-Changing Services. And Mothers Who Know is an online faith-filled gathering place. And it's for all women who are wanting to support their self and their loved ones. As we all know, we're navigating some tricky challenges in our time and it's a powerful place. We've wanted it to be a place where women can find connection, support, and training and hope. This class and several other groups and classes and webinars are free that you can find and just invite you to just share that resource, motherswhoknow.org. Just share that with people and we're grateful that you're able to use it. Maybe that's how you found us today. And also this class is sponsored by Life-Changing Services. It's our parent company and they are a team of Latter-day Saint therapists and professionals that want to provide gospel-centered training and healing. And so lifechangingservices.org is a is a good place to go and look if you have things in your family you're feeling like we could use a little bit of assistance here. They're a great place. So this training, Mom Power training that you're able to I'm sure all of you, as you registered, received the lessons and the information there so that you can listen to the lessons when it's convenient for you. We're on lesson five. We're discussing lesson five today. So our hope is that we can just, this course and this mom power training will help you to set some powerful habits in motion, some spiritual habits that keep you centered. They're not new information as Latter-day Saint women. We have heard of all of this, but it's just a sweet way to connect those dots as mothers and as we're as we're just working to support our families. What we've seen in ourselves and many others is that you really can elevate the way you think and it'll affect the way that you feel and the way that we act. At the bottom line, we hope and our desire for this is that the Savior is at the heart of all of this, that He is also the answer and the source for our peace. This is a beautiful place to bring that all together. Today's lesson is that we're going to be discussing is lesson, lesson five, and that is the one that's titled, Stay by the Tree and Own Your Field. And so as you'll hear that phrase, stay by the tree and And I bet Karen's going to share a little bit more, you know, what is that? What do we do as we stay by the tree? And how is that connected to what Lehi did as he tried to love and support his family in the smartest, best way? And so hopefully we'll learn a little bit about the spin, how to claim our field. Just want you to know that Karen Broadhead, who is the founder and director of Mothers Who Know, she's the one that teaches this class and several other classes. Really, one of her special gifts is to carefully point women to this. Savior, and you will find his words and his teachings just at the heart of these trainings or anything she does in her personal life or as she tries to help women. So Karen, we just appreciate that. If you haven't been to the website motherswhoknow.org recently, our awesome friend and team member, Air April, is so gifted at 
putting things together like our website and making them be a simple, clear place to go and look for resources and information. So go visit motherswhoknow.org if you haven't recently, and you might find some things that will be helpful there. We just appreciate her as well. One thing to be aware before I hand things back over to Karen is that we do have a group that meets called Warrior Mothers Who Know. And this awesome group is a really neat place for questions that might be a little bit more sensitive. I know as I've worked raising kids and I still am right in those trenches of things that are difficult and stretchy, that it's nice to have a place where we can ask questions that might be a little bit more sensitive in a safe environment. And so every other week we have a therapist that joins that group. And Karen always leads that group. And as moms, we kind of help share in there. So just know anyone's invited to that. And that's a great place for some of those questions and scenarios that might just be extra sensitive. I'll put that link in the chat, but you can go to motherswhoknow.org under the support tab and look for Warrior Mothers Who Know to find that as well. All right, Karen, I'm going to hand it back over to you. Thank you so much. That's a lot of great information. I don't know if we were really clear. I always think, did we did we get really clear on that? It's important for you to know, and maybe you've noticed if you're aware of our Mothers Who Know podcast channel, it's important for you to know that the recordings of these Mom Power Live meetings are being posted on the podcast channel. But we just want you to know that, that we're making that a resource for all women about what we sound like here and how as an invitation to come and learn some of these great principles that we really just offer with no strings attached. We're just so glad you're here. And we feel so strongly that all women need to kind of consider that the battle that we face in mortality, because it really is, we're still at war. The war didn't end just because we left the pre-existence. The adversary is very motivated to take down with him as many as he possibly can. But we know who's won, who's claimed our victory, but we kind of get confused and we start thinking about the gospel of Jesus Christ and our performance in the way that we are going through mortality, we start misunderstanding that it is, we just think it's not okay to be messy. It's like, if we're really, if God is really in our life and we really love him, then we avoid messes. We don't have messes, but it's such a great shift to recognize, well, when you go to war, that doesn't mean that because you love God, you never have to take out your sword. You never get have to bleed. You never get any scrapes or scars. That doesn't make any sense, especially when you consider the price that the Savior paid to claim our victory, our freedom. It doesn't make any sense that he did that for us to just think, I just know how to look and sound and be successful at following the Savior, at keeping his commandments. What he really wanted us to know is, I understand that I'm going to make mistakes I'm going to be messy because I have really strong feelings about what's going on here. And there's things happening to me all the time, all day long that I'm considering. Oh, I'm thinking these thoughts, those thoughts are growing. Those feelings, if I want to manage me through all of this and be available, be able to turn when I'm a mess or when I make a mistake, I have to remember that the real truth is that all warriors go to battle. All warriors go to battle. All warriors get wounds. And and as we follow our Savior and champion Jesus Christ, all things are possible, no matter how many scars we have, how many wounds we have. That's really this lesson, stay by the tree and own your field, is so connected with last week's lesson of, hey, 
your miracle. Living messy is okay. A lot of this week's lesson has to do with, okay, now that I understand there's kind of a scientific side of why I do the things I do. And it's really understanding that part of this field that I'm trying to own is my heart and my mind, my feelings and my thoughts. And I'm trying to pray. This is one thing I did as I started learning things is I just started praying for a spirit of discernment about me. Help me to watch me so that I can see more clearly when I'm in a battle, when I'm under attack, when I'm in danger of losing my value system and doing something that isn't going to be helpful to your work. I just really, I know I'm going to be way out in the weeds and not be supporting your work a lot of the time because I'm trying to manage me, trying to show up and do the best I can at, at high speeds in a life with kids. But I also understand that if I know that, hey, you know what? Those are just thoughts. And I get to choose whether I want to believe those thoughts or not. And those are feelings. And feelings come from the way I'm thinking. And the stronger I feel, the more thoughts come up. And so I can just feed thoughts that aren't serving me. So it's so cool to understand, wow, when you write down How does that thought make me feel? It helps. So this, it has so much to do with pieces and increased skill, not a change in circumstance. President Nelson's quote, his quote of saying, joy and spiritual survival, like men are that they might have joy. Sometimes don't you just feel like laughing right out loud when you hear that? Oh, it's hard. It's hard to choose joy or to feel joy when everything is really hard and the messes are big. The joy we feel has little to do with the circumstances of our lives and everything to do with the focus of our lives. So just that thought of peace is an increased skill. It's not a change in circumstances. So part of increasing our skill, we've learned lots of things so far about increasing our skill to understand the battleground that we're in personally and how personal it is. But we're also learning that I need to see how much danger I'm in. I need to be able to gauge how much danger am I in? How close is the enemy to me? Because if I fight the enemy like hand to hand, face to face, it's a guarantee I'm not going to be very successful. But if I can recognize him from a sniper's view from way over there, just by noticing, oh, wow, I'm in a mood battle. And there's something I can do about that. But the first awareness is there are biochemical things going on and there's a scale, a chemical scale that we need to be aware of that kind of gauges, this is where you're at chemically. This is how many chemicals have dumped into your system and how much your feelings are growing. And this is what those chemical stages mean. So you can actually start setting an alarm on your phone and say, I wonder what level I'm at. I wonder if I could just be watching myself throughout the day on purpose and not wait until I'm like, oh, wow, I think this is a mood battle. But if I were like, you know what I could do? I could totally just three times a day have an alarm go off that just has a note that says, what level are you at? What level are you at? That really increases my discernment about where I'm at on the scale. And so I... I wanted to tell you about my Mother's Day mood battle. So maybe you had a mood battle too on Mother's Day, but I was probably the only mom, I bet, having a mood battle on Mother's Day. But I bet that's not true. I'm just teasing. Okay, so what happened to me on Mother's Day 
is I absolutely know there are certain things that that are in my values that help me to show up the next day that are helpful. And I wasn't, I didn't follow those things. And I had to set an alarm for 5am on Sunday morning, because I needed to get up and make food because we were going to travel to gosh, about an hour and 45 minutes from where we live and spend the day baby blessing and with some family, things like that. And so anyway, I knew that my husband, you know, had a plan and I told him, well, we really can't plan your plan because we have to go to hang out with my family that we love, that we never get to see. They're having a baby blessing and that's fun because they live out of state. I want to be with them. So we could plan something later in the day, but because we're not really sure what that looks like over there, it might be better to not do that. So as I woke up, I wasn't watching for where I was at on the scale. I just was going through the motions because I'd stayed up way too late the night before and didn't get enough sleep. So when my alarm went off at five, it was hard for me to get up. So on the scale, your level zero is the spirit level where you're feeling whole brained and you're feeling the spirit. And I woke up not whole brained and not really being available to the spirit. In fact, I was just, I said a dutiful prayer. And I remember thinking that was not a good Sunday prayer. Like you're going to take the sacrament today. That would probably be better to have a more meaningful, maybe even get your mom power calendar and bring it over here because it helps you to see what you've done this week to remember him. So you could talk about that on Sunday with the Lord when you say your prayer like have an accounting. Here's what my remembrances of sending you a message that I I care and I'm trying that keep me awake so I can remember what I'm doing. I didn't do that. And I kind of have a goal to do that on Sundays to, to look at my week and to bring my power calendar before God, because I really do see the power calendar as a reminder of me remembering God, because I have a, my spiritual routines on there. I want to receive personal revelation and all those things. So anyway, what happened was I'm thinking, okay, I'm I'm just at the level one. And in our lesson, we learned that level one is the chemical level. So I'm already, I've already got some chemistry going on. And I'm just thinking, I'm listening to a podcast about the come follow me lesson and I'm making food. And then I thought your absolute cutoff time for being done making this food is 7.30. When you're done at 7.30, you've got to go get ready. Otherwise, you're not going to feel like you got ready. And so it was it was really close to that time. I had, you know, it was just me in the kitchen and I was thinking, oh man, I wish I could just tell people to come help me so we could hurry. But I don't really want to wake them up or I don't want to tell them to come help me when they're getting ready. So I had this little, I need help, but I really just shouldn't ask for help. I had to get ready fast. And then we got in the car Um, on the way. I just thought, I really want my mom to feel like I love her. I'm going to find that a song that's so pretty. I'll send it to her and it'll be so great. She'll love it. And so as I started playing music in the car, right, because I didn't have time to do that before, I'm playing the music and the whole car is hearing what I'm doing, right? They're all hearing my music. And I have the thought that nobody likes this. Nobody likes your, your music. Nobody wants to hear your music. This is bothering everyone. You probably shouldn't be listening to this. And, but I was feeling like, but it's Mother's Day. I kind of get to choose what I want to do on Mother's Day. 
that was the other thought I had. I, I could choose what I want to do on Mother's Day because it's Mother's Day and we're just sitting in the car. So the whole ride there, I just kept watching all these beautiful music videos and listening to the songs that were about Mother's Day. Throughout it, my son and my husband were making fun of things, you know, fun of things they said, things like that. And so I'm trying to think, oh, it's okay. It's okay. So we get, we get there to the church and we're good. And we just go throughout the day, but I never did anything to acknowledge I'm having chemistry and I'm starting to grow feelings and I'm starting to get in a mood battle that sounds like I deserve better than this. That's what the thoughts are. You deserve better than this. You, and so we were supposed to be there for a long time, all day long, but one of my children wasn't feeling well. And it was one of those things where I think I totally relate to that feeling you're having. Like I used to have that feeling every month too, right? And I think it'll be okay if you could just maybe go to the car for a while or maybe just, you know, nope, it was not okay. And so I thought, oh, I don't want to leave. Like I really wanted to spend the whole day here and I never get to see this sister that I just love. I really want to be here. And so I was in this dilemma, like, what do I do? What do I do for my daughter? What do I do for me? How do I work this out? Why can't everybody just not have any problems on this day so I can just do what I want to do? And so I ended up getting to this place where, yeah, I was visiting and my daughter was coming up behind me and we were, you know, just trying to, she was trying to politely go about it. Anyway, she was carrying messages back to my husband asking him questions and then coming to me. And so finally, I just thought, I think I just need to stop this go-between stuff. So I excused myself and said, I'll be back. Went over there and talked to my husband and he was like, so okay. And I, I totally expected because I kind of know his mood battles too. I thought, oh, he's not going to be okay, but he was okay. But my kids weren't okay. They were ready to go. But I just felt like we just barely started visiting. You can't have problems because I want to stay here all day. So what happened was they ended up leaving without me, which made it kind of feel weird to me. Like, and I was also thinking your kids haven't even even hugged you today. Haven't even said happy Mother's Day to you yet, right? And now they're leaving. And I had had the spirit try to tell me, you, you know exactly how you win this battle. You know exactly what you do to overcome this. Now I'm judging everything. I'm blaming everything. I'm feeling like I deserve everything. And now I just feel like nobody is nice enough to me, right? Those kinds of things. And so, and so I had whisperings of what I do. You know what you could do? You could just in full gratitude with a really, really happy heart, you could say, guess what? You haven't said happy mother today to me. And I really want to hug you because I get to be your mom. And then had this moment where we connected. And that happens every time there's something that's my birthday or mother's day or something like that. It's one of my battle strategies is you start the day out full of gratitude, thanking everybody for your awesome birthday suit that they, they birthed you and that you get to be here and how much, how lucky you are to have this whole experience because then you start out like feeling like a superhero because it's not about you. It's about all the gifts God gave you. And you could have done the same thing today, but no, I couldn't really have done that because I didn't schedule that and I had things to do, right? And I didn't do anything to do that on purpose either. We just kept rolling along. And so by the time I came home, I thought what I always think, which is it's okay. It's all okay. It's okay. I'm okay. Isn't that what we're always supposed to do is just 
act like we're not feeling any way at all. We're just good. It's good. So I ended up just to think, I don't want to feel weird anymore. And I don't want to feel sad. You know, I have five children and one, two, three of them, four of them, three of them. And then not till almost 11 p.m. did my other one say something. But every one of them tried to do something for Mother's Day. One was, I hadn't got the cards yet in the mail. It was late, right? Another one was, oh, I, I'm sorry, I didn't do anything for you, but I want you to know I love you. I'm sending you a little note. Anyway, it was just all these things that I was like, okay, it's all good. And I thought I am completely being spun in this selfish, I'm not okay, everything's about me kind of mood battle. And so it's super fun to know, well, what do you do about that? And I next week, we are going to talk about what do you do about that? What do you do to overcome a mood battle? What do you do to use the science in your body to turn things around, to make yourself the crusher. You crush the adversary's head like we are the crusher and he just is allowed to bruise our heel. And I have the power over him and the circumstances in my life, they are not the focus right? If I want to claim joy, then I have to follow what the prophet has taught us, which is that joy and your spiritual survival, you know, that was the name of that talk is joy and spiritual survival have more to do with the focus of your life than the circumstances of your life. So I did have the capacity, the capability, the knowledge to shift this and turn it around. But my awareness and my preparedness for what Mother's Day would probably bring was not in, in line for me. I didn't prepare for it. I didn't plan and think, okay, guess what's going to happen on your battlefield tomorrow? This could happen. So how will you start this off in a way where you more claim your field, make it your own field, fill it with what you know you value? And it's not about the circumstance because can I find what's really true about that child and that husband and me and being a mother and how that's been such a growing, helpful tool in my life that God's used to make me and teach me how to walk in the light, how to be more like him. Like there's a lot of cool things in there that I could bring up, but I just chose to stay in the kind of a mood battle and I could have done that different, but I didn't. And I ended up ending the day watching TV, just watch TV and eat some food, right? And before we watched TV, I got home and I said, do you think, because my husband knows that I'd like him to invite me to do something with him because usually he just goes wherever he's going to go and then I have to invite myself. And so he actually came up and said, hey, you want to watch a movie with me? And I said, I wonder if our kids would want to watch a movie with us. And it was so obvious when we saw them. No, this is not going to work. They do not want to watch a movie with us. And even if I pulled the It's Mother's Day card or my husband did, that would work. But it would just, it was like, I'm done. I'm kind of done with the whole, I'm torturing people because I'm the mother. No, I just don't want to do that. Anyway, we just excused everybody and said, you guys just go do your thing, you know. But Mother's Day is a day that really my whole life I've been grateful for because my mother taught me to be grateful for it. 
But that doesn't mean I don't, I don't have mood battles on Mother's Day because it is supposed to be kind of about me because I'm a mother, right? But if I know the adversary thinks, what does he, what does he flash us with? Things that have meaning to us, right? He looks for circumstances that have a lot of meaning and a lot of emotion in them. And that's where he starts flashing. And if he knows Karen showed up for battle today in kind of a weak spot. She, she didn't get whole brained. She, she didn't prepare for something that she knew could be vulnerable. She didn't do that. But I do know how to do that. Totally rock that situation, but I didn't. And so it, I'm still really grateful for my family, right? I could still see the truth of things, but I could have had like a total, you know, tell Satan to go play in traffic day. I could have had a day like that where I just thought, you know what? I am the boss of me. I'm going to think my own thoughts. I'm going to notice my thoughts and I'm going to choose good thoughts and I'm going to do things on purpose to choose good thoughts. And I'm going to pick the feelings I like today. I'm going to do that. I'm going to pick those feelings. And that happens when I choose my thoughts. And I am going to just allow people to be where they're at. And I'm going to remember that I'm not in charge of their thoughts or their feelings or the way they act. I have no power over there. But I could just really be so grateful if I could just stay by the tree and fill the spirit. I could just do this. But I really have to be noticing and kind of fighting in this place of I'm fighting the good fight. But I want you to know that just because we know those things doesn't mean we do those things. Because I have a belief inside me that I've been working on my whole life that says, you're not a lovable person. So that's also a reason the adversary would say, let's totally mess with her because this is a love day. This is a total love day. Let's mess with her. Let's really get her off and grow her fear that she's not lovable. I just wanted to share that with you so that you could kind of see according to the scale that yeah, that level zero is a spirit level. And I'm just at the tree eating that fruit. Here I am. I know how to get a whole brain and I know how to keep the spirit. And my level one is a chemical level where I just kind of forget and get a little off. My life's kind of hard. I don't really feel like doing that, but I will because I know how to go through the dutiful motion of that. But I'm sure hoping that Somebody planned something fun for me today. I sure hope somebody remembers to hug me today. Boy, I wonder what this day will be like. Just thoughts like that, right? So here I am. The, the fruit just is kind of, I'm pondering about it all. So that is false stuff. Because do I have power over the circumstances of my life when all these other people have their thoughts and feelings? Not really. I have the power to control the focus of my life. That's about it. And so... That's really fun to know. So I could have, but then I started growing feelings. They don't really like this music. Isn't this my day? See, this is evidence is growing. So I have this false evidence appearing real. So the evidence is growing that, hey, this feelings level, the level two on the chemical scale, the storm is getting a little bit bigger and I'm feeling more afraid that I'm not lovable. And then my level three, the suggestion level is when the fruit just like goes to my side. I still hold on to it. I still value fruit, but it's just at my side. I'm not even thinking about, I need that. 
I better get that in me. It's like, you know what? I'm just noticing that the evidence around me of my mess and the circumstance is appearing more real than the power of the tree. It's just appearing more real to me than the power I have at the tree to fill the spirit in that. And my level four, the words level, is when I just, you know, the pain becomes so real because of the circumstance and the mess that I decide that I'm just going to kind of move away from the tree because there's the pain is getting real and it hurts me. And so that means you're hurting me and I'm confusing you with like, I think maybe you're the enemy because you have to go home early and you could just like be tough. Girls have to be tough. You can do this kind of a thing. And instead of thinking, okay, we can, there's a way I can work this out. We could still have a good focus here. And then that level five, the forget it level is just when I decide I will now go out into Lehigh's dream. I will now go out away from the tree and kind of get all muddled up by watching a TV show that's maybe outside my values, that steals the spirit from me, that, yeah, just give in, just give up. It's okay. That, to me, seemed like an important thing to do today. So when you had a Mother's Day mood battle, you could be asking yourself, when did I do that? When was I at a level one? When did that happen to me? It's just fun to notice. All right. I would love to know how are you managing your mood battles and are you even noticing them or reframing? Oh, that is a mood battle. Oh, it's really amazing what can happen when I just have an awareness of circumstances and know that I have a choice on where I focus. Uh, it's pretty amazing when I just watch myself totally go from a zero to a five and crash and think, there I did. I just did the whole scale. And that's what humans do. We forget what we value most because we have strong feelings. So we do funny things. And I wonder how I could do that different next time. I wonder if I could ask myself, are you sure you want to believe that thought? Maybe you'd like to pick a new thought. What's on your mind, you gals? I would love to know how you're understanding this or just what you're noticing about the scientific side of why we feel the way we feel, why we do the things we do. And even though we're super smart people and we know what we value and what we love, that we can just turn into kind of a numb, dumb girl who just thinks, ah, I don't care, just don't care. But we do care. We always care. But we can start acting like we don't care and like it doesn't matter because the pain gets big. Yeah. Anything you'd like to say about the chemical scale, the spin, or anything. You can say something about anything. Why are you fighting? Why don't you just give up? What kind of powerful spiritual things are you using with your words to declare what's really true? What are you noticing with your mom power calendar? Power goals. Years ago, when my oldest was struggling, I started listening to some of the Mom Power podcasts. And I just felt really prompted this morning to get on. And I so appreciated what you were talking about, Karen. I know we all have a Mother's Day mood battle. <laughs> but I think the thing that was helpful for me is that I recognized that I did do something right. I have seven kids, and we have three at home and two at home have left the church. So on Sunday, on Mother's Day, I was just sitting there thinking, I have seven kids and nobody's here with me. That's a stupid kind of Mother's Day, right? But I had woken up and read my scriptures and said my prayers and just had a really good, peaceful morning. 
And the spirit said, you don't have to make it mean that. You do not have to make it mean that you're a failure and that this is horrible. Because maybe it means that you love them so much they feel comfortable to make choices that they have to make right now mm-hmm. and to explore. And you're here and you love them and they know that you love them. Mm-hmm. And it just shifted that. Like I was ready to start bawling in church. I still felt tender, but it shifted it for me so much. And I just, like, as you're talking, like, oh, I don't even know this whole program. I know a little from years ago, but I'm like, oh, I'm so glad that that worked, right? So I just wanted to share that. And I, I'm i going to try and get on here. But even if this is the one time the Spirit said get on, it was it was something I needed. And I, I really want to at least, like, start watching and, and figuring out what I need to do as a mom. But thank you. I just wanted to share that. Thank you so much. I love what the spirit said to you. You don't have to make it mean that. That Just that right there is evidence that it's another way of saying you have power. You are not powerless. You don't have to make it mean that. It's pretty amazing. Thanks so much for sharing that. That's so awesome. What else is on your mind? Please, you're on. Thank you. Hello. Yes. Hi. I just, it was so amazing what I want. I popped in just what you were saying was it was so pertinent to how I felt too and how then I, I shifted my thoughts but I usually the tradition I've always done is where we make breakfast for Mother's Day or for Father's Day and I had been up late because of other things in my mind and stuff that I'm going through and and so I thought and it was it had already hit like five o'clock and I knew church was at nine and then I thought well I'll just stay awake because I know they're gonna get up and make breakfast and they know that I'm gonna go to church and so I'll just stay awake and not go to sleep because they're gonna then come in and I need to still get ready for church and so I stayed awake and nothing happened and then I was I kept thinking, okay, well, it's already seven. Okay, so nothing still. Well, I'm hungry. I need to take my medicine. What should I do? Oh, they're all asleep still. And I, you know, my mind, it started to do the spin. <laughs> and I was like, and especially, it, it was especially hard because of the other things I'm going through right now in my life. And I was like, I had already told myself I really needed today kind of thing. And so when it wasn't happening, I just got up and I started getting ready for church and then there wasn't any noise either and they had all told me they were going to come to church with me as well so I started to feel sad because nobody was getting up and I didn't hear any noise and then and then as it got closer around 8 30 one of my daughters called and said mom are you still gonna go to church and I said yes baby I'm still going and then at 8 50 she comes downstairs and she she looked tired like she didn't really want to go she didn't say happy mother's day and usually like the whole thing is they come in singing you are special and then they sing they sing happy mother's day and and so she didn't say happy mother's day and she looked grumpy and i said are the, are the others coming and she says no no they don't want to come they're tired and i said okay and i started to feel sad and she took me and then i was as i was sitting at church just a lot of emotions were going through me but then I thought at least she came with you Laura be thankful that she may not have said happy mother's day first thing and said anything like that to you but she's here and this is this Sunday you don't have to be sitting a lot stop thinking that way and and then I got emotional because then I really focused on 
I was so thankful that she came with me. My whole thoughts totally shifted from the kind of feel sorry for myself and they shifted into the, I'm so thankful that she came with me. At least I'm not sitting this Sunday alone. And at least because of going through a divorce and stuff, at least I wasn't alone. At least this was the first Sunday being back and at least I wasn't alone. So I started to shift my thoughts. And then I said, well, when we were going to go home, she's like, well, the others are, they're doing stuff for your mom. And because I had said to go somewhere else. And she says, no, we need to go home because they're doing stuff for your mom. And then when I walked in the house, they were singing and making breakfast. Breakfast was almost done. They were jovial as they were doing that. And so I, then it just was like, wow, okay, I'm glad I changed my thoughts and my thinking because look, they, they really, they even gave me the UR special plate. And I was so excited to sit with my UR special plate. They made it so pretty and <laughs> They made fresh fruit salad and they did a really beautiful job and the pancakes were perfect. And I was then so happy and I chose to be happy then. And then they presented me with roses. And then the rest of the day they did, you know, they made homemade meal and I didn't get like per se presents like to unwrap, but the present to me when I wrote in my gratitude book was that my oldest child was here because we hadn't been talking for a long time and she's transgender and she is the one who helped to facilitate the others to do the rest of the day and so after dinner we took pictures together and and it was just it felt so beautiful just to have all of them there and all I kept thinking that evening when I kept looking at the pictures was how blessed I was. And they may not all be following the teachings that I had taught them, but their hearts were good and pure and are good. And as sister just said, how she taught them enough to let them, you know, changing that thought process of, you know, at least they're comfortable enough to let you see themselves and who they are and know that I will love them no matter what. And so I just love what you shared because I was just like, wow, spot on. And I didn't even recognize, duh, that that's what I did. And I shifted that spin. Like, it's through going through this class and doing that that you learn. It's just a really neat thing. So thank you. Thank you for sharing your thoughts. It was beautiful. Okay. How can we tie this into our lesson today? Come on, think of something we could say about that. Yeah. Use it as an object lesson. PJ, what do you have for us? Anything from the chat? Uh, yeah. Just a couple things. And if you have any final thoughts before we go. Just just want you to know as well that motherswhoknow.org under the support tab, you can schedule a complimentary visit with Karen. So lots of times you would like to talk with somebody that's been down the road in front of you. Anyway, that's so awesome to have that. So please know that's there. And then just to share a couple of couple of moms put in why I fight. So I'm just going to share a couple of those and then I'll turn it back to you, Karen. I'm fighting for the ability to keep the spirit, even when there's so much confusion around me. I will not give up because I know that with the spirit, I can feel peace in my life, even when it's a mess. This chemical spill control has changed my life. Staying in my truth and sticking to my beliefs has saved me from being the yelling mom so often over the past few months. Shifting my focus to honor agency and empower spiritual connection has saved me from behavior that would have been more preaching and less teaching. I love this. I'm fighting to have the spirit with me because otherwise I feel so spiritually hungry. 
and it's harder to resist the blows of the adversary. I have fought with my mood battles all my life, especially when I see the ripple effect ebb out of those around me. I really want to get a handle on this, however long it takes. I want to learn the skills you are sharing and use them to bless my life and those receiving my ripples for good things. Thank you. Thanks for adding those. Those are, those are good thoughts. Appreciate that. Do you want me just to close this out and we'll meet up next time? Okay. I'm going to just make it my best guess. I love what President Nelson said. The joy we feel, and I remember hearing this several years ago when I was, I was driving home from a ski resort close to here and listening to that talk. The joy we feel has little to do with the circumstances of our lives and everything to do with the focus of our lives. I remember thinking, those two do not go together. They don't. It has everything to do with if everything's going great, then I feel joy. But Or if people are doing the things I hope or my kids are responding this way. But it, there is so much truth in that. And it's not something that we hear and then just, we've got it down. We just keep fighting. That's why do I fight is so good to keep at the front of our mind. We keep fighting to hang on to that. And the Savior is the absolute answer for that. So let's figure out how we can just stick with the Savior. What can we do? You ask, ask, and He'll let you know. The Spirit will help you know specific things that will help you to do that. And maybe showing up here today was one of the pieces. I know as you've shared and shared in the chat, you have added for me. So even if you felt like you didn't get something for you, you added something for me and we need each other. So thank you so much for being here. If you have any questions, please remember you can send your questions to mothers who know at lifechangingservices.org. And you can always schedule that complimentary visit with Karen. And I would always love to chat with you as well. So if you send something to that email and just I'm happy to share other resources or just share things. So Karen, we really appreciate you. And ladies, we appreciate you. We just hope to see you next time. So, all righty. Thank you, ladies. We'll see you later, everybody. Thank you, Karen.